Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We all have limitations, but none of us is broken, so there's no need to fix ourselves. And that is a big relief if you ask me, because if you say, oh, I have to clear my limiting beliefs, I have to overcome this and that, it sounds like a hell of a lot of work. It's just true, you know, it, it's, and, and so we're not broken, but here's the deal. We come to the planet and we're our, we have our higher self, our genius. And on the other side, we take on that through the ego that we're, we're in this vehicle and we take on some kind of limitations, right? Separation from you. And that's just our persona. And everybody has like a different personality personality type, but that's why in psychological terms, and you can like predict if you know what a person really believes and what a person drives, you can predict a lot of things. So basically what we can just, what we're trying to do and what we're doing is we're taking the power out of the persona, out of thoughts and feelings and into the higher self, which is intuition, natural ability, instincts, but for intuition to emerge, you first have to neutralize your limiting beliefs. And neutralizing just means understanding what they are. You have to like see, oh, this is why I'm comparing myself now, right? Oh, I get it. And in that moment, when you're aware of it, you can make a different choice. You can just like stop it right there or whatever. But you got to become aware. That's why in the Bible, they're saying, know thyself. Yeah, yes. I mean... You know, they're saying it everywhere. It, the, the, everybody's saying it. Just listen to those interviews and they're saying you got to know yourself. And yeah, it's impressive how that escaped me for 30 years, to be honest, how I couldn't pay attention. But that's it. You just got to know yourself. You got to yes. learn about yourself. Look, if you're just learning one thing on this earth, learn about yourself first and then everything else. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire Inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome back to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Our guest today, his name is David Karasek. He is a former Olympic swimmer for Switzerland. When his swimming career ended, David could not recreate the success that he had as a swimmer in the business world. 
because he was so used to getting immediate and direct feedback from sports, he never fully developed a mechanism to cope with the more complex and indirect nature of the workforce. After several years of feeling powerless, David began to give up his need for control and thereby created the space for his intuition to emerge. He now helps professional athletes and their coaches stop overthinking and prepare the grounds for intense peak performance experiences. I had such a wonderful time chatting with David. He is a man of wisdom. (laughs) You're going to love him as well. He has a lot of valuable information that he shared in this episode. And I hope that you will take some of it back to, you know, implement in your own life and use it to improve your life or even, you know, to, to change your the habits that you currently have. So let's jump right in. David, are you currently in Switzerland right now? Yeah, I am. It's good to be here, though. It's good to be here. Yes, it's amazing. I'm great that I'm happy that you're here. I know that you're a former Olympic swimmer for Switzerland. And when your career ended, you couldn't, you, you know, you were struggling to recreate the success that you once had as a swimmer in the business world. So, and you now coach professional athletes to stop overthinking and, to prepare them, prepare the grounds for intense peak performance experiences. So my question is, when your career ended, how did that, how did that change you as a person? Did that force you to go within and start asking the tough questions to start looking at your life in a different, you know, a different perspective? I wish <laughs> there was a, I, well, it did, but it, it, there was a lot of years of like struggling and being confused and so, you know, what happened to me was, I mean, I mean, imagine if you're an athlete and you're swimming, right? It's the feedback that you're getting is very direct. It's like you do something and it's working well, you do more of that. If it's not working well, if you swim slower, you don't feel good or whatever, you do less of that, right? And then in the business world, all of a sudden, it's much more complex. There's a lot more variables. So you have like your, you have your boss, you have your colleagues, you have the bank as a whole, you have the economy as a whole, you have the central banks and all these things. So all of a sudden, I felt like a disconnect between what I was doing and what came back to me. And I wasn't used to there being such a long time lag and so many other variables that came into the equation, basically, that I went into little bit of a victim mode Mm. so i started to blame other people blame the circumstances and interestingly what happened was i I did the classic right growing unfulfilled going out long nights out drinking party drugs and all that like good i mean good stuff all the classic and then i changed the bank and at the beginning i was very good again but a couple months later i was in the exact same position with the same patterns and that's when as it started to dawn on me that maybe, just maybe, it's not all the people, but it's me, right? And that was like the seed. When I asked that question, it's like, maybe it's me when, when the growth started to happen and all the change. Yes, I like that you said that when you turn inwards and suffering often leads to us, you know, looking at our lives like, okay, so what is going on here? What am I doing wrong? And in in your experience, you know, you you were a professional swimmer and then you your career ended. So you went down a road of 
really trying to figure out why you were failing because you weren't used to that. So that forced you to go within. So when you, when you went within, how, I guess what I'm trying to ask you is how has your mindset changed you as a person that you are today? Yeah. Um, very, very good question. I reckon it's from, and, and I wasn't aware of any of that when I was swimming. Somehow, don't ask me how I made it to Olympics, but I did. And, <laughs> but I always describe it as I was painfully unaware of what was going on. And, and that was the truth of things, you know. But what changed was, you know, like my mentors, they just kept telling me that how powerful we are. And what happened to me is that there was a guy who told me that we went to a really nice hotel to have a cup of tea, which was weird to me because I never... I was never invited for a tea, only coffee or a beer or whatever. And, and he asked me to notice and just look around and see that everything that's not a plant, everything that's not grown by nature, basically, we created with our mind, right? And, and I sat there and at the time, I love to argue everything, but um, I couldn't argue that point because there was so much truth to it. Because think about it, the microphone, the bottle of water, like the pen, all of that. It, it started as a, an idea, an idea of some human. And then with time, we moved that into physical form, right? And I sat there in silence. And then he said, and we have the ability to create the life that we love. And that struck me because I, as funny as it sounds, in 30 years, it has never occurred to me. It never came to me that we had that possibility and the ability. Yes, yes, I like that. Someone planted that seed and opening your mind to that, to that part of your mind that has been, I wouldn't say asleep, but it has been waiting for you to tap into it. And I had the same experience as well. Um, when I decided to leave the corporate world, I was miserable. I didn't like what I was doing because, you know, I followed the status quo, go to college, you know, get your college degree, find a good job, but I wasn't fulfilled. And when I left and I went in one day to, I, I think I was getting a colonic and my, the, the lady was like, I was telling her how miserable I was with my life. And she said, have you ever seen the secret? And I was like, secret, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, I went home and watched it and I'm like, why didn't someone tell me about this? You know, I, here I am a grown woman have been living my life thinking someone is doing something to me in that victim mentality that, that life is happening to me and not for me. And then once I learned that I became very obsessed with really learning about like, who, I, who am I? Why am I here? I have a purpose. So your story is really similar where someone brought that, planted that seed in your mind that look around everything that is not nature was created by the human mind. You know, it was just an idea. Someone thought about it and what you think about you bring about. So what are you currently, I know that you're, excuse me, <clears throat> I know that you're teaching, you're, you teach professional athletes, you coach professional athletes. What is one thing that you see in them that is uh, regarding the mindset that is holding them back, not holding them back, but that they, they struggle with? Yeah. I mean, most athletes, right? That what I'm seeing, the biggest problem or what they want to solve or work on is performance under pressure because they can do it when nobody's watching or, you know, when nobody cares or in training and they know what they're capable of. 
but then there's a big competition coming or there's the big game coming and there's spectators, there's fans, there's the media, there's like all kinds of things going on and or their own pressure, whatever it is, but there's pressure. And all of a sudden they just perform way below what they know that they're capable of. And, and that, that leads to, you know, it leads to a lot of frustration and, and questioning yourself if, if you're on the right track and, and also like jealousy towards other people because you know that you're better, but then that other person, you know, gets picked for, for the draft or what, what, you know, whatever. And, and so it is basically, it's about performing at your best, showing up as the best version of yourself, whatever that is, right. Um, at the moment when you want it, because yeah, it's not just for you, but it's also when you think about it, when you perform better, like you can give more to your team, you can give more to uh, your family, you can give more to your communities, you can give more to everybody who believes in you, to be honest, or supported you at any point in time. So there's a whole economy going on for like an athlete. And, and these days, athletes can freaking inspire a whole country, right? I mean, it's true. Absolutely. It's yeah. really true. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just about, you know, really understanding that everything is possible because everything already, everything is already existing in another dimension of ourself is just believing in ourselves, And that leads me to my next question. Why is it so freaking hard to be ourselves to just be? What do you, what do you think? Why why is it so hard? (laughs) Oh my God. So I, I feel like I've been living a lie for most of my life until a couple of years ago when I decided that enough was enough because I was tired of suffering. So I started walking the path that I know that, you know, was created for me that my creator want me to walk in, which is, you know, inspiring, motivating, teaching, just being myself, be the change that I want to see in the world. However, I also noticed that a lot of people struggle with being themselves, including myself, which I work on a daily basis because people truly do not know who they are. And if, and that's something that I struggled with for most of my life until I, you know, found out about who I was and still finding out about myself because there's so much to learn. And I believe that if people understand, if they understood how important they are how that they are an expression of the divine and that there is nothing wrong with them. They are enough and there's nothing that they can say or do to change that because they're born that way. Then they would feel comfortable enough and have the courage to be themselves, to show the world who they really are, but they don't know who they are like I did. And because it's covered up with all the different, what like we're all, most of humanity is domesticated you know, we were told what to do, what to, you know, what to study in college, the, the schools, we, you know, both know that schools really are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, but that's another topic. So people truly do not understand the, um, the, the spiritual being, the spiritual being, the, the powerful being that they are. So they're showing something else that they created that this ego create and then they're 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 living their life based on that limited um, perception so hopefully i was able to, to to explain it more i don't want to talk too much because this is all about you but what what do you think why do you think it's so hard for people to really be themselves yeah i'm 100 percent i'm with with you look the way i um often describe it as to people that are a bit interested in spirituality is that you come you land on this planet 
as pure creative spirit in non-form and limitless potential and you land in your mother's womb and you don't know that you're separate from from your mother from your father from anything you don't know that and then you make your debut on the planet and you got to appreciate that we're having an individual experience on this planet you are you i'm me and everybody else is him or herself right and so what that means in the first couple of years, and that's the craziest thing that happens before you start thinking is basically a baby cries, right? And there's some kind of unmet validation because they're coming from all is one. And all of a sudden they're in some kind of pain. Maybe they're not getting enough food. Maybe they're not getting enough attention, whatever that is. Maybe they have to be, you know, like maybe there's too much noise or whatever it is, but they're in pain. And unconsciously the baby asks, or we ask, it's like, why am I in pain? And then you come up with, you literally make it up. You make up why, why that is. It's like, oh, I'm only getting energy when I do something well from my father and you develop, I'm not good enough. Or, oh, my mom, mom, mommy doesn't love me. Why would she, you know, let me cry, right? So I'm not worthy. Or, you know, or if you're an orphan or, or whatever, it's like, I don't belong here, right? Where It's like all these things develop. And the funny thing is they develop before we can think. So by, by, by the time we're five years old, these, these limiting beliefs that create separation from success, from love, from people, they are set in stone. And then nobody tells us how that came, how that happened in the first place. We're just going through school and we're thinking our thoughts and feelings are real. And they're not. I mean, they're real. If you're sad, I believe you that you're sad. But it's not an accurate representation of the truth of, of reality, what is really going on, or what you're truly capable of. So you got to be ready to let go of thoughts and emotions, say, okay, I'm having these, it's okay, everybody has thoughts and feelings and emotions, but we have different feelings and thoughts about the same thing. And if I can distance myself from that and say, I, I'd rather connect with my intuition instead of holding on to my thoughts and feelings that are based on that past then you know all of a sudden there's a lot more possibilities but if you if you go off your thoughts and feelings you're going to get the same thing again and again and again because your ego is just trying to keep you safe and i think that's what it is you just gotta that's what we have to that's what we have to hear but somebody has to tell us i mean again as you said in all the 30 years Nobody told me, but maybe I was just not ready for it. That's all. That's that's probably why I couldn't hear it and see it and all that. So yes, I like the way you broke it down. You know, going back from from the womb to, you know, a, a small child and how everything was formed. The, the beliefs were formed um, based on what we perceive, based on what we understood to be our reality, and then we take it into our adulthood, and then we're actually living this lie believing it to be our truth and and perceiving the world according to the the limiting beliefs that we acquired as children and most of the world are living that way you know living in the in a lie that they created that even the news media i i talk about the media the news often on my podcast because i know how detrimental it is to the human mind and what they're doing you know, planting all that fear and then creating beliefs that are that are not real. So it's important for us to have this conversation so people can realize that, you know, people who are ready to hear it, because if you're not ready, then it's not going to sink in. But, you know, so people can realize that, you know, 
the, the thoughts that are going on in your mind is not yours. I remember watching um, a masterclass with, with T.R. Hecker. Do you know who he is? He's this, um, he's a, a professional speaker, personal, he's all into personal growth. He is amazing. And he said, do not believe a single thought that you're, do not believe a single thought that you think when, when you hear a, a thought that is not empowering, just, just say to the thought, thank you for the information, be respectful. And then you put in your own, um, sentence that that you're comfortable with and it, it is so important for people like you said to tune in to to understand that they are creating their realities because we are everything that we think about everything every thoughts everything that we send out is creating excuse me is creating the life that we find ourselves in today but we weren't taught that in school we were we weren't taught that at all like you said you just found out a couple years ago I found out what eight years ago that I'm creating my reality and all that time I thought that life was just happening to me so this conversation is really you know it's it, it needs to be we need to talk about it more to, to wake up our brothers and sisters to the reality that they are, we, we're all creating our life as one. We're all one. And, and what you do to one person, it, it affects you and it affects everyone else. So I want to go into what your day looks like. How do you set your day up for success? What is it that you do? What does your morning routine looks like? And how do you manage to stay grounded and firm into being the fullest version of yourself? Yeah. So um, it's good that you bring that up, Pat, because I think that's so, so important. It takes a bit of energy in the beginning to install and, and build a new routine, right? But once you have it, it's, it's literally effortless. So it just takes a couple of weeks and then it's easy. And what I do, what's working for me now is like the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, I, I journal. Um, I have like, you know, it's just setting the priorities for the day, writing, you know, thinking of a few things that I'm grateful for. What am I looking forward to for? And uh, how can I give? I use the monk manual. This is like pretty cool. Um, just to keep me on track. And then I do my visualization every day. So that's about 10 the whole thing probably takes like 20 minutes or so, 20, 25, 25 minutes, no longer. And the visualizations is I have 10 choices um, that I tune into every day. So for me, it's I choose the end result off and then it's my choice. And I just close my eyes and because that's the system I've learned from my mentor. I, I close my eyes and I tune into what that looks like, what it feels like. And, you know, I'll just go there and, and hang out with that, with that dream, with that choice. And then from time to time, I also put in the current reality where I am in comparison to that choice, to that vision, mm -hmm. because, you know, with the law of attraction, right? I mean, it's, 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 it works and it's a real thing, but why it doesn't work for many people is because that, you know, the people, these, um, the new age spiritual people that say like life is all rainbows and unicorns and they have the fridge magnets, life is abundant, money flows to me, and they're sniffing the, the, the dollar bills every day, but they're poor as fuck. It's but yeah, you know, they're like just they're delusional. They're just tuning into the vision and they're forgetting that the subconscious is also looking at where are we coming from, you know, and, and that's very important to, to have both points, the vision and the current reality, right? You gotta you gotta wanna have both. So that's why it's also it's good to 
compare the vision to where you are today. And, and then that creates the tension. Yeah. I like that. I like how you said that to, to assess your current self where you are today based on the vision that you're going after. That's that I never really, I didn't do that. I've never done that. Like, look at myself. Okay. Am I getting closer to my vision? I do see that my life and my world has expanded. My consciousness is open and I'm getting, um, I'm getting attracted to people who are taking me to where I want to be, where I see myself. I, I can see the path, but as far as, you know, doing an assessment and looking at now and like, I guess it's the same thing. So you went into monk notes. What is a monk notes? Oh, it's the monk manual. It's manual. Just, yes. It's just literally like, it, it, it looks like very basic. Right. And that's it. It's just, uh, you know, it's like 30 bucks for three months. And it just keeps you on track. It's like a little bit like a planner. Oh, and okay. So it's nothing really, there's it's nothing special. I think what is special is the, the visualizations that I do every day. And you know, it's funny, I have athletes, they say, oh, you know, David, on Sunday, I have two hours free. Can I just visualize for two hours? And I'm like, no, dude, you got to do it every day. You just got to put not much time, but just put aside 10 minutes a day. And if you can't find 10 minutes, then I don't think you've understood how powerful that is because literally uh, you know that right but our imagination is we can literally look into the future that's what imagination yes. is yes yes they say that when you imagine whatever you see is as real as your toe or your your nose or it's it's real it's happening yeah. now because there is yeah. time is time is time is an illusion and we're living in in, in, in multiple dimension of ourselves. So it's literally happening. So it's important to feel. So to feel the emotions, because this is what I want to ask you though. You had mentioned that you had 10 choices. What do you mean by that? You have 10 choices, like 10 different endings. So like, for example, one, um, one choice would be uh, a choice with, with the relationship with my girlfriend, right? How I want that to be. And I, for me, I, I, is, I choose the end result of, um, of a sexual adventurous and passionate relationship with, with Bestare, with, and she's my girlfriend, right? And for me, those words, they get all kinds of like good stuff out. And now I immediately, I go there and I've done it many times. So, you know, it's becoming clearer and clearer what that vision is. And I start to see kids in there and, and all that, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool. So that would be one. And then another one would be to train and coach thousands of creators and coming home to their hearts. Mm. Right? So like these kind of things, because they get my juices going, they get my feelings. And you know, you said it, emotion, it's not the mind thinks in pictures, but what really gets us going are emotions. Yes, yes. Right? Good yes. emotions, we go towards something. Bad emotions, yes. we go away from something yes. in very simple terms. So you want to get emotionally involved in that. And the more vivid you can imagine these things. And, and you know, some people, they say, oh, I'm, I'm, I can't, you know, I'm not good at visualizing. I guarantee you people are good because when, it, when it's on the worry side, they are perfect visualizers. They worry that, you know, they have so many worries and so many things they see that could go wrong. If they can just learn to flip that to the other side, what could go right and what the opportunity is. And, oh, my God. I mean, you, you're feeling me, right? It's oh like, my, yes, you see me keep nodding, keep nodding yeah. because I was one of those persons as well where I struggled with seeing, when I'm visualizing, I struggled yeah. with really seeing, you know, vivid pictures and, and really be able to, to get into it and, and feel the emotions. And I think what I figured out with me is my ego, my ego mind was trying to pull me back into the, the low worrying 
survival-based type of emotions that I was so used to holding on to. So it's all about being persistent with it because I believe that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that the more you do it, the more clearer the picture get, the pictures get. Do you, do you agree or what? Yes, like, also, yes, right. Experience also. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, it is difficult in the beginning because if we're so conditioned to always harbor those, these negative, you know, survival based emotions, like worrying and depression and, and fretting and, you know, and, and just all these jealousy, these low vibrational emotions that are not, that are attached to the ego, the ego is very powerful. So once we start, you know, moving on to, to more, um, just to more, more high vibrational emotions, the ego loses its, its mind or whatever it loses. It goes crazy and try to show us, I, I know for me, it shows me pictures like, where the heck did that picture come from? Or that thought came from. But I know now to where I realize when I get a thought or if I'm visualizing and I see something, I said, that is not me. You know, that is, that is, that is not me. That's, that's the ego. That's the trying to hold me back. But the ego is very powerful and it is, it, and, and I think that's what keeps a lot of people stuck in their, in their journey to greatness. What is the best method in your opinion to, to really stay resilient and, and resilient in that pursuit to greatness, to, to, to really hold on to that vision and keep going no matter what, what, like, what is it that you would say would be the number one best thing to implement or that you're currently doing or, or, or you're teaching your, your students to do? Yeah. Well, that, I, I think I got a good answer to that one because uh, it's actually really beautiful. The, and the most fundamental premise that I work with is that people are not broken. Um, we all have limitations, but none of us is broken. So in the first place, there's no need to fix ourselves. And that is a big relief, if you ask me, because if you say, oh, I have to clear my limiting beliefs, I have to overcome this and that, it sounds like a hell of a lot of work. It's just true, you know, it, it's, and, and so we're not broken, but here's the deal. We come to the planet and we're our, we have our higher self, our genius. And on the other side, we take on that through the ego that we're, we're in this vehicle and we take on some kind of limitations, right? Separation from you. And that's just our persona. And everybody has like a different personality, personality type, but that's why in psychological terms, and you can like predict if you know what a person really believes and what a person drives, you can predict a lot of things. So basically what we can just, what we're trying to do and what we're doing is we're taking the power out of the persona, out of thoughts and feelings and into the higher self, which is intuition, natural ability, instincts, and these things. But for intuition to emerge, you first have to neutralize your limiting beliefs or and neutralizing just means understanding what they are you have to like see oh this is why i'm comparing myself now right oh i get it and in that moment when you're aware of it you can make a different choice you can just like stop it right there or whatever but you got to become aware that's why in the bible they're saying know thyself yeah yes. i mean you know they're saying it everywhere it, the, the, everybody's saying it just listen to those interviews and they're saying you got to know yourself and yeah, it's impressive how that escaped me for 30 years, to be honest, how I couldn't pay attention, but that's it. You just got to know yourself. You got to yes. learn about yourself. Look, 
if you're just learning one thing on this earth, learn about yourself first and then everything else. Self-discovery is the most important thing that we can do for ourselves, for humanity, is to really know, know who we are. Because if we don't know who we are, then we, we don't know where we're going. And we're always going to think that something in, outside of us is doing something to us. And we're always going to stay in that victim mentality. It is so important. <laughs> it's so important. I agree with you to, to, to really know ourselves, to know our, and it's a, it's the journey, right? It's, you just don't get up one day and say, Oh, I know myself today. Mm. It's a continuous journey of self-discovery. Like I learn something new every day about myself, about the, the, the world around me about, you know, just mostly about myself because you know, what I, what I believe to be true, <clears throat> excuse me, what I believe to be true about myself is what I believe to be true about the world. So knowing thyself is so important. And um, it, it's, I love having these type of discussions because right now the world is going through a, a, a spiritual awakening where people are waking up to the reality of who they really are because suffering suffering causes awakening where people are forced to look within and and ask the 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 tough questions and it's, it can be really frightening i had my awakening years ago and it was really frightening and um enlightening at the same time you know because once you're awakened you you get to see the illusion <laughs> that you once were living in and you try your very best to to be the light that you want to see in the world so <clears throat> excuse me so as far as um you had mentioned something too i'm gonna go back to visualization i'm really big into that because that's how we you know i say in the bible the people perish something the people perish because they had no vision and that's what's happening to humanity for centuries because it's not taught in school to visualize to that you create you co-create with the universe with god nobody talks about that and nobody talks about the powerful being we are so my question is i i'm going back to the visualization because i know that my listeners um like myself have questions in regards to um focusing on one particular thing at a time so do you believe to keep the focus for me i have so many things that i want to bring into my physical manifestation regarding to my relationship, my business, you know, how I, how I want to show up in the world, my son. And I have so many things just going on, but sometimes I get really overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my gosh, which one do I focus on? They're all equally important. So do you think it's, you had mentioned 10 different options or choices, which you explained, but I want you to go a little deep, dive a little deeper into the focusing um, aspect of it. Should we just pick one and focus on it for like a particular day or week? Like, how would you, how do we, how do we know which one to prioritize or well, only we know that. Do you think it's best to just pick one or just do multiple? You, you know, the question that I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I got it. That's a, it's a wonderful question. Um, and thanks for adding these good explanations. I, it's very, it's very interesting. And um, yeah, I love having that conversation. So look, what I, there's, I think when it comes to that question, there's a big difference between um, what athletes are, in my opinion, should do and what we as no non-athletes should do. And the reason is as an athlete, when you think about it, the pie is that big. And that pie is going to be distributed, right? Because there can only be one first place, only one second place, only one third place. And, and the pie is what it is. And, you know, you got to compete for, for that. Mm. But in our lives, 
actually, when you think about it, if we can have the assumption, operate with the assumption that we're creators, as we said, that the mind can actually create new things, right? Which is what we do. We create a podcast. We create, you know, whatever. We create. So that means our pie, we, if we're, because we're not like, we're not playing a sport where there's only one first place, our pie can enlarge. We can create more things. So I think the answer for us normal people that are not doing uh, sports professionally, it's we can have choices and visions that include, you know, that are very broad and that should include the entire lives because these times when you say, oh, I'm, you know, this is work. And when I come home at six o'clock and I'm a different person and I'm a different, these are over. We got to look at a person holistically. If you want to be fulfilled, happy, you know, live a life of no regrets, one that you really love, that you're proud of, it's got to be holistic. And I think these things go together. If you're having a loving relationship with your husband or your wife and your kids, I mean, how are you going to show up in, in meetings like that? You're going to be on a roll. Mm-hmm. If it's constant struggle, you know, and they're just so tied together. So I think we should tune into them all the time. And then if you, you just go with uh, what your intuition is telling you, right? If, if, if it's like, okay, today I'm really going to focus on being out there on a podcast and, and doing meeting. Okay, then go ahead. And then on Saturday, maybe it's a family day. And you just, the thing is to be whatever you decide to do, you do it 100%. You're totally present. You don't, you don't want to be 10% there, 10% there, because then you're not present and you're not the best version of yourself, right? You just, whatever you decide to do, go, go with it, own it, and, and uh, just be yourself. And I think that's how you can get a lot of, in German, we have a saying, you know, you can get three flies with one I don't know how you call that with one one oh, hit or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So focus on all areas because if one part, one area of your life is working, it it shows itself up in other areas of your life. Yes, I totally, totally agree. So what is it that you're working on now? I know that you coach um Olympic um athletes. Do you do you have any projects going on? Any yeah. So I um what I really want to do is like, I want to work with a whole team. Uh, I want to work with a whole team because I think there's a whole other like a group dynamic that can build that's beyond what anybody could foresee. And I want to explore that. And then the other thing is that I work with my mentor in, and I'm, I'm running the America division and um, it's called natural success. And you see natural because we have the natural abilities. Yeah. And so we're running trainings there and we're scaling that. And, and the f- interesting thing is I kind of, I got lucky because I got into it. He has a big name and, and all that. So it's really interesting because I, I don't have to do any marketing and sales, which yes. is kind of nice because that's also coaching is one thing, but then marketing yes. you might be aware, right? It's a whole other game. So yes, you, yeah. you, you already have that presence. Yes. So that's, that's awesome. You already have that name where, you know, all people need to do is just Google you and you're all over. (laughs) Yeah, that is just really nice through association, but it's also a bit, I'm telling you, it's a bit scary because I'm the same dude that I was before, but all of a sudden people look at you and like, oh my God, he's working with him and he's doing that. I'm the same guy, but people just perceive you again, thoughts and feelings, right? It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Yes, you're you're more and new and improved because you have update upgraded your mindset and you're you see the world differently now, you know, more compassionately with more more compassion and and 
and just a lot more love realizing that we're all one and people are just doing the best that they can so yeah it's it's such an amazing time to be alive now to really you know offer our gifts and talents to the to to everyone because we're all here to serve each other on whatever capacity we're called to do so you know you're doing such an amazing job david you're still pretty young you're only in your 30s i'm in my 40s so <laughs> you you have a lot of um life to live and and a lot of you know people and and professional athletes to coach and and I can see you coaching millions and millions of athletes you're doing such an amazing job you're very wise I can sit here and chat with you forever because just pick your brain and, <laughs> and yes yes for real you're 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 a man of, of wisdom so you know so how can our listeners connect with you I think the easiest is uh, I'm on social media, just David Karasek. And I'll try to keep it simple and have the same picture everywhere. So hopefully yes, yes. it'll show up. Or uh, I have a website, davidkarasek.com. Okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'd love to connect with uh, people who are into spirituality. And yeah, as I say, I, I appreciate what you do. I have a, a lot of admiration for podcast hosts because you are spreading empowering vibes, which... Again, I can't think of a time when it was more important than now. And um, yeah, so keep rocking and thanks for having me on. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, David. I'm glad that you, I know we're supposed to be ending now, but I'm glad that you meant, you mentioned that. It's it's the, the time right now. Is, it, we, I really believe that I was created for a time like this. And so were you, and so are you. And so are all the light workers out there who are trying to, you know, shine their light and make the world a much better place because we're so needed right now. Mm -hmm. We're so needed right now to really light the world up and, and show people that, you know, we are, we are the major majority. We, we, we're powerful, but yet we're giving our powers away every day to, you know, the, the people who doesn't want to see us rise as a humanity, you know where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. So it's, we're so needed right now. So thank you so much, David. I could sit here and chat forever. I love to talk about spirituality. I love to talk about, you know, just empowering the masses, waking up everyone, us coming together, uniting, remembering who we are and taking our powers back and walking into the fullest version of ourselves. So thank you so much. I hope that we will continue to, you know, keep this connection going. And I hope that you will you know empower and motivate and inspire and help millions and millions of athletes thank you Likewise, Nadine. thank you thank you so much thank you for listening to universal grace podcast and being part of this amazing community i consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and i hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.